Testing one, two, three. Hello, check, check, sibilance. Hello, everyone. I am the Jstrom. I'm trying to uh, position my phone where you can hear me properly. Uh, I'm podcasting from my phone right now. How's it going, everyone? I am the Jstrom. Uh, this is an entertainment landfill. Um, what would you call this? This would be me just uh, sitting in the car waiting for my daughter to come out of rehearsal. She's in a musical, and uh, I've been taking her to rehearsals uh, many days a week. I'm going to say Mondays through Saturdays. She She gets up in the morning, goes to school. Then afterwards, I take her to the high school, carpooling her friends. And then she stays till about 8 o'clock. But also around 6, I bring her dinner. Uh, So I'm up and back and forth to the school. (laughs) So uh, I wanted to record something because I haven't done a show. We haven't put out a show since April 2nd. And that's pretty crazy. And I didn't ever mean for that to happen. It's just things happen. Like Fridays, got to take my daughter to the musical uh, rehearsal, uh, pick her up at eight. That's usually when we start the show. A uh, couple of weeks, last weekend, not two weeks ago, you know, when uh, Marvel's Avengers Infinity War came out, we were going to go always go see that on Friday, and. I was hoping to record it on Saturday, but Steven, he went to a concert on Friday, so then he was going to go on Saturday night, so I went with him to see it again, so he still didn't record anything. Then this weekend comes around, this Friday, and Steven's stuck on a plane, so we couldn't do anything, we couldn't record. Then Saturday, uh, my daughter again has rehearsal, so it's just been a crazy time, but it's not because we're pod fading or anything like that, it's just because... There hasn't been time to do a show. And it is killing me, trust me. It's driving me crazy. I mean, I saw A Quiet Place, that movie where you have to be really quiet or monsters get you. Saw that. John Krasinski directed it, starring him and his wife, Emily Blunt, who is a fantastic actress. And she's great in that. And so are the children. Great cast. Very small cast because it's about these people, this family living in this uh, farm area where they have to be quiet or monsters get them. Really well done. Very quiet movie. (laughs) Except for, you know, the good scare scenes. Uh, I will say this. uh, Steven makes a lot of noise when he gets a drink. I could hear unscrewing his lid then then tighten his lid and get a piece of popcorn I could hear him chewing every piece of popcorn I was just like okay (laughs) movie needs to be louder so I can't hear this stuff which really uh, that's what we count on when we're um, going to see movies for the sound to be so loud that we can't hear people next to us talking and unfortunately Avengers Infinity War which was fantastic. I was very pleased with it. I had a great time with Avengers Infinity War. Uh, I saw it twice, as I said. Um, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, I will say that right now. Just skip over the next five minutes. Um, there's some parts in the movie that are sad and shockingly sad, including the ending. 
and my daughter was hanging in there. She had she is a quiet crier, tears coming down her face. I hear a sniffle. There's a there's something that there's a death at the beginning of the film that made her teary eyed. Then later on in the film things happen that are bad and it wasn't until one character pleads not to die that she outright started sobbing like oh, oh like that and I was like oh dear oh my gosh uh, and I was like it's okay it's okay and I just put my hand on on her arm and I was like it's okay baby and uh, I thought it was sad too it's very effective when the movie was over it was so dour it was so quiet in the theater and Everyone waits for that, you know, a, a Marvel movie always has a tag at the end, that little bit with, uh, you know, a, teasing the next movie, whatever. And that was equally depressing. It wasn't like giving us a moment of hope. It was more like, nope, some some more horrible shit's happening. And it's just like, damn it. And, um, oh, man. And then when we were on the ride home, it was with my wife and my daughter. Neither of them wanted to talk. Neither of them said a word. So it was quiet on the way home. And that's not to say they were unhappy with the movie. They were just, like, sad because it was such a sad ending. And I was pretty bummed, too, but I was ready to talk to it. I think it's just podcasting in my blood. I'm ready to just start talking because I've had to train myself to do that. Like, okay, what are my thoughts? Let me think about this. But they had, they wanted none of it. They didn't want to talk about it. And so the next night I saw it with Steven. And Steven said, what did you think of the film? And I said, I'm telling you nothing. Absolutely nothing. He goes, can't you tell me if you liked it or not? And I said, no. You can't. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm not telling you anything. He goes, okay. So we saw the film, and unfortunately, he had a talker next to him. To the left of me was a young girl. I'm going to say it was a teenager and her friend who were talking throughout the trailers and stuff. And I was like, oh, I hope they don't talk to her in the movie. But I didn't expect this. This girl was a loud crier. And it was she, at the end of the film, the same thing that made my... There's a part where she, one character is in danger and you think he's about to die. And she went, oh, 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 like that, like that loud. And I was like, okay. And Steven's like peeking around me to get a look at this person. And then full on, oh, like just like, oh, oh, like I was like, oh my God, is she going to be okay? I was like, would it be inappropriate to put my arm around her? I think it would. So I'm not going to come for her. But throughout the end credits, just names going up. And then there's the Alan Silvestri music, who I thought did a great score. There's a couple of times in there I thought were really nice and powerful and uh, good touching moments. But um, she was sobbing throughout the credits. And finally she got up and she started just kind of bitching to her friend, like, why him? Why couldn't it have been this person? <laughs> so I'm still being cryptic. I'm not being very spoilerific, but I'm will, I'm basically essentially telling you that there are people who die in the film, and uh, it was very upsetting to people, and it still is. And as the days went on after the film and I was thinking about it, I was like, man, how ballsy is this of Marvel? I love it. It's so ballsy. They put out this Avengers film 
granted, you know, there's been two Avengers films. Both of them been pretty entertaining, but not... I mean, they've been overshadowed by the great Captain America films, I think. They've definitely been uh, overshadowed by Marvel's... Uh, Civil War, Marvel's Winter Soldier, Marvel's... Uh, why do I keep saying Marvel? Thor. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok was a great film. So, uh, this was the good, really good Avengers movie. And uh, it was great. And all that. I'm just saying uh, things that aren't helping. But I'm just trying to gather my thoughts. But basically what I'm saying is, I love that they ended the movie like that and I started thinking about Empire Strikes Back the first time I saw it when I was a kid and you know Luke's got his hand chopped off the rebellion doesn't have much hope but him Han's frozen in carbonite and it just kind of ends on you know that Chewie and Lando are going to go looking for him and you don't know if they're going to go find him and fortunately, you're going to have to wait a couple of years till the next film. But luckily, we only have to wait a year to see the next Avengers. But I think it's going to be huge because so many people saw this and we need a follow up now. And I just think that uh, they gave Robert Downey Jr. Of course, he's a star and there's many stars in this film. But these Avengers films give Tony such great storylines and he has such a great arc throughout the Marvel films and he's fantastic in this and I'm afraid you know you know the the A team is going to go down in the next film I just I'm not sure Tony's going to go out on a his swan song kind of a thing maybe Cap too there won't be a dry eye in the house but maybe it'll be a happy ending I don't know I don't know what Marvel's going to do in the next part of Phase 3 or whatever it is, but I was really, really very happy with uh, with Marvel's Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> Why do I keep saying Marvel's? I just, I see it in my head. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. But anyway... Uh, Ant-Man's coming up next. Uh, Deadpool 2 is coming up first. Okay. Deadpool 2 is coming up next. Excited to see that. It's going to be a silly movie. I'm excited to see who Peter is. If you've seen the trailer, he's a guy with no abilities. He goes, I just saw the ad. And Deadpool's like, okay, you're in. You're hired for X-Force. It's a guy without any abilities. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. That really cracked me up in the trailer. And I'm... I'm, that better be a funny part of the movie because they built it up too much for me. I mean, you see all these different heroes with powers and stuff, but I'm like, God, I love the guy with no abilities. He's just Peter. I can't wait to see that. Um, Solo. Marvel Solo. No, I'm kidding. This new Star Wars film directed by Ron Howard. Solo is coming out on the 25th. Excited for that. Uh, I think it looks good. I really do. I don't have any fear going into it. I just hope the jokes land. You know what I mean? It's going to be a fun, light Star Wars film. It's going to have some cool shit in it, I think. I'm going to love uh, seeing young... You know, I'm really excited about young Chewbacca more than anything. I'm just excited about young Chewbacca. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I've gotten delirious from waiting in the car for my daughter all the time. That's basically what my life consists of, waiting for my daughter. 
Um, but I'm so proud of her for all the work she's put into this. They're doing they're, her school, which is a junior high. She's in eighth grade. She's doing they're doing high school musical. And that's really cool and exciting. But man, it's a lot of work. When I pick her up tonight, you know, in a few minutes when she comes out of here, she's going to be exhausted. She's going to go home and she doesn't, she's not going to want to do anything. She's going to have to get in the shower, get ready for bed, and then start it all tomorrow. So I really appreciate everything she's doing for this musical. She just took the star test. And, you know, I don't gloat very often about my daughter. Maybe I should, but she did fantastic on the star test. The the math and the reading is just she's such the opposite of what I was at her age. I was such an underachiever. I was a mess. I just didn't work hard. I didn't apply myself. I didn't care about school and it's because I think I fell behind at too young an age and I just didn't know how to apply myself. You know, it's like, you need to try harder. It's like, I don't really know how. I'm just a mess, you know. But I'm so glad to see how well she's doing in school. And hopefully she can keep it together before she has a meltdown. Thank God there's only 15 days left to school. That's what I keep telling her. There's only 15 days left. You just gotta make it through this. I mean, they're gonna have this big Six Flags day. Uh, I think it's next week. So how awesome is that? That's a way to let off some steam. Oh, it's right after the star test. They take the second part. They did math and reading, and then they're going to do social studies and uh, whatever other subjects are. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about school stuff, but I miss you guys. I miss doing the show with Steven. I miss uh, hearing from you guys. I know uh, Adam Sexton, he sent a voicemail. I'm going to play that on the next show. But here's the thing. This is why I knew I needed to record something, guys. Um... This Friday is the musical. They're performing it. And I won't be able to record a show still. So hopefully Saturday I can. But Steven keeps making plans on Saturdays. Because usually Fridays is when he does the show with me. But Emma's got her musical. And, you know, the whole family's going. And uh, so I was like, shit, I'm not going to be doing a show this Friday either. Maybe Saturday. I'd love to do a new Chuck Series companion for people that are interested. Uh, I was excited to see that Chuck is back on a streaming service. It's on Amazon Prime. And uh, it didn't matter anyway to me because I bought every season on Amazon so I could stream it on Amazon. That's a good thing. You know, I own it on Blu-ray, but I can't stream it on my phone or whatever, whenever I need to or whenever I want to. But I can if I buy it digitally because there's an app for that. Uh, the Amazon Prime app. So I bought it a while ago, but I'm happy that it's on Amazon Prime for people to be able to now watch it while listening to the show again. They can go to season three and start watching it and participate in my Chuck podcast and stuff like that. So that's really cool. Um, the creator of Chuck has a new show on ABC. It's called Deceit, Deception. <laughs> I almost got the name wrong. It's not called Deceit, guys. It's called Deception. I was being deceitful there. It's called Deception. It's about a magician who assists the FBI in solving cases. Now, I know it sounds totally ridiculous. It sounds like The Mentalist. But they did a good setup on this. I don't even know how many episodes there's been now. Like six or something? I know I've watched several. And it's grown on me. And, um... 
What you find out, it's kind of like the prestige where the magician actually has a twin brother and that's how they do some incredible magic tricks. Like he'll go enter a portal or something he created in Las Vegas and then he'll exit it in New York. And people are like, how did he do that? It's because he has a twin brother who's in New York and then he gets framed for a murder. So his brother is now in jail and he wants to prove he's innocent and uh, he starts helping the FBI. I can't remember how exactly, but he has a magician team, a magic team. So already what I loved about Chuck is the, uh, as I said, the surrogate family aspect of it. You had Chuck, Sarah, Casey, but you also had Morgan. You had the Bymore employees plus his brother and sister it all made for a nice family especially over the years as they all got more involved in the spy aspect and uh what i like so far about deception is that the main character you know he has a brother who he deals with it's the same jake cutmore scott plays both characters but you also have uh his magic crew which is a woman uh Shit, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Uh, he was in an episode of Chuck, even. Who's the guy, uh, Bullet Tooth from Snatch? That guy, uh, he's former rugby player. He's one of the guys. Why can't I remember his name? He's the juggernaut, bitch. Whatever. I'm sure somebody is, like, saying his name over and over again. Come on, Jason. It'll, it'll come to me in a second, and I'll just blurt it out. But then you got the FBI girl who I'm waiting for her to become a love interest with the main character. Hasn't happened yet. They've established that they, uh, they care about each other's feelings and if they're in danger. But nothing more than that. But I'm thinking they might have a little bit of chemistry. That was the great thing about Chuck is... Zachary Levi and Yvonne Strahovski had instant chemistry. And once you have chemistry like that, and that's a problem I have with a lot of shows that are have uh, couples or whatever, like The Flash. The Flash and the character of Iris, I think, have no chemistry together. We're just used to seeing them together now, but I honestly thought they had no chemistry together. <coughs> uh, so, you know, you got to have that chemistry. It really makes the show better, I think. Um, I'm just blab blabbing on now. So anyway, I've been playing God of War on PlayStation 4. I was playing Far Cry 5. I will get back to Far Cry 5. But everyone, I just when I knew I wanted to play God of War ever since I saw the E3 trailer a couple of years ago. Um, that's how long it's you know video games are in development. Well, I saw tens. This game was getting tens out the wazoo, like. This game is a 10. This game is a 9.5. It's a 10. Easy Allies gave it a 10. I was like, I need to play this game day one. So I pre-ordered it a week before it was coming out, hoping I would get it on the day that it was released. But instead, we went on vacation for three days. And my dad house sat for us. I'll tell you more about that later. But I was like, oh, the, the game should be here by Friday. The day I get back from vacation, I'll be able to play God of War, right? No. I get, while I'm in the hotel in, uh, where we were in Texas, Balmeray or whatever, 
it said will be delivered Monday. And I was like, what? Why? I pre-ordered this like a week ago. Why isn't it coming on the day it's come, game comes out? It didn't matter. I wouldn't have been able to play it anyway, but it came... But when it was coming on Monday, I couldn't be like, oh, I can't wait to play this on Monday. No, it's coming at Monday like at 8 p.m., Jason. You're not going to be playing this till Tuesday. But I will say this. It's a fantastic game. I love the storyline. I love, love... I've never played any of the God of War games. This is my first God of War game, and I know it's vastly different from the previous ones. But it has been so entertaining. The storyline is so good. It's this character of Kratos and his son Atreus. And you are going on this epic adventure journey and how he's dealing with his son who he's not used to being around that much. And it's it's been good. I think it's been Last of Us good. I love The Last of Us, and that's a totally different kind of story, you know, a post-apocalyptic involving uh, monsters and stuff. But this is monsters in a Norse mythology setting, and it's pretty freaking awesome. And I'm not done with the story yet. I see that I've, I've avoided all spoilers because all sorts of uh, places are... Revealing, here's our thoughts on the ending. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm taking my time. I play probably two to three hours each day if I can, Monday through Friday. Sometimes I can't. Like, uh, Saturday, I was able to play it like two hours. Sunday, not at all. But it's here and there. I would love to be able to sit down and play it for an epic eight hours, but that ain't happening in my life, you know? It's just not going to happen. So I got to take my time. And then the trailer comes out to uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. And I'm like, holy shit, another game. Okay, first of all, the new Spider-Man game comes out in September. Then I'm watching the Red Dead 2 trailer, right? And I'm like, I loved Red Dead Redemption 1. It's a Western game. It's made by the people who do Grand Theft Auto, Rockstar. It's amazing. I can't wait to play this. Then it says the release date, October 26. And I'm like, whoa! Which happens to be somebody's birthday. Hello? And I'm like, holy shit. And I turn to my wife and I go, I only want one thing for my birthday. I don't need anything else. I don't care. You know, I don't need aftershave or neckties or socks or any of that. All I want is this game. And I will be happy. And give me eight hours a day to play it. <laughs> okay, five hours. Five hours a day. Can I play this? Oh my god, I want to play it so bad. It looks so amazing. And then the first next thing I thought is, you know, they get you. It's like, wait, I need a 4K TV to play this too. I see it in all of its splendor, but that didn't happen. I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, I don't know. I'm talking in weird tenses, guys. It's just because I'm tired, but uh, I love you guys. For all you patrons out there, thank you for being patrons. Thank you for anticipating shows and i'm so sorry i haven't done a show in a while uh i want to be as back to get back to as consistent as possible and certainly when my daughter is out of school it'll be way easier to do that 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 is until late august when school starts up again she's starting freaking high school you guys my god high school my wife said to me she goes four more years and we're going to be empty nesters and i went what She's like, four more years of this. And I go, she doesn't have to move out, though. And I go, how do you know she's not... 
how do you know she's not going to want to go to college out of town or whatever? And I was like, we can't let her. We don't want her to leave, you know? You know, some people are like, I can't wait for my kids to leave. We don't want our daughter to ever leave, honestly. She doesn't have to go anywhere. But that's just it. Because we feel that way, she's going to, she's that kind of person, unlike the way I was. She's ready to go get them. You know, she's ready to leave. Oh, I can live on my own. I can't wait. I'm going to live out of state. And it's just like, oh, my God, we made her too powerful, too sure of herself. <laughs> she needs us. But uh, that's crazy. There's been talk from my wife and I of turning our spare bedroom, which is right now the junk room of just crap stacked in there, into a podcasting studio type streaming space. And it's a neat idea. I don't know if it'll be done. She really wants me to do it, but I don't know. I, I mean, yes, I really want to do it. Trust me. Yeah, uh, it, it's a dream of mine. But the reason I'm being doubtful is because this voice in my head doesn't want me to do all of that and then fail. And that's just me getting into my head. And I could talk more about that later. But that's just the old inner monologue. But guys, my daughter's going to be coming out of the school in two minutes, so I better wrap this up. Let me get my phone down from the uh, the old thingamajig. And I want to thank you guys for listening to Entertainment Landfill. And uh, I'll be signing off. And I hope I hear from you soon. Check you laters, yo. Shout out to the Adams. Shout out to the Shans. Shout out to the Rosses, the Ricks. Everybody who listens on a regular basis. Love you guys. Bye. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Now this is podcasting.